It's been a couple of days since we've caught up with our man at Centre Court at Melbourne Park. Craig Gabriel joins us this morning. We're getting down to the business end of the uh, Melbourne Tennis Open, the Aussie Open. Craig, good morning. Morning. How are you? Very, very well, thank you. I hope you've managed to cram in a couple of hours extra sleep. Yeah, but I'm not so sure if it does me any good. Um, it sort of throws me out of a, a bit of a rhythm, even though it's an extra couple of hours of sleep. I sort of feel a bit groggy a bit later on. It's been a wonderful, wonderful open so far with, yeah. with upsets all over the place. And even across the weekend, we lost the women's number one seed and the number seven seed. It just keeps on going that way. I mean, it's been uh, pretty phenomenal with the seeds that have fallen um, when you consider that uh, three is the highest seed left on the men's side, that's uh, Stefano Tsitsipas. But uh, to lose the number one seeded woman, Iga Schwantek, look, she didn't lose to a slouch. The, let's just make that point. She lost to, even though the person she lost to is seeded 22, that happens to be the Wimbledon champion from last year. Uh, uh, sorry, Elena Rabakina. Uh, and it's the re- only reason why she's not higher on the seedings and resulting rankings is because they never awarded points, ranking points last year at Wimbledon when Wimbledon banned all the Russian and Kazakhstan, uh, sorry, Russian and Belarusian players. So she didn't benefit from uh, winning Wimbledon as far as ranking points were concerned. We also lost uh, a New Zealand Open winner, Coco Goff. She went yeah. out too. Yeah, I was also, that one I was a bit more surprised with because um, she's been playing pretty well, Coco, and, and I thought she would get the better of Yelena Ostapenko. In fact, I genuinely thought she'd beat Ostapenko in straight sets, but in fact it was the other way around with uh, the Latvian winning 7-5-6-3. Again, no slouch. She was the French Open champion mm. a few years ago. Gee, so what's going to happen now for the for the women's side of the draw? Um, well, look, things are still going to unfold. Interestingly, there's there's still matches that have captured interest. I mean, there's one coming up, uh, which will be tomorrow, I believe. Jessica Pagula, the third seed against two-time champion Vika Azarenka. I mean, Vika won a match that finished at 2.30 this morning. So, uh, you know, there's one, and then, then you've got this one, Robakina against Ostapenko. So there are still some fascinating matches. Like today, Arina Sabalenka is going to play the Olympic gold medalist, Belinda Bencic. Yeah, plenty to look forward to on the women's side of things. So let's get to the men now. And you mentioned Stefano Tsitsipas. He needed five sets. That was a grueling one for him. It was a grueling one, but it was a, a nice match to watch. Both are very popular. I really like uh, Yannick Sinner very much. I love watching him play. Um, he's a young gun. He's got a long way to go. Um, he's done. He's reached the quarterfinal stage of majors before. I mean, it wasn't to be this time. But again, he lost to Stefanos in the in the fourth round. Um, you know, that's what stopped him from getting into the quarterfinals. And even then. He lost narrowly. Um, to come back in the way he did was outstanding from two sets to love down to push it to a decider. I watched the Seb quarter match, and yeah. um, like his father, he's, he continues on. Exactly right. That was uh, probably the best match of, of uh, yesterday's um, result. 3-6, 6-3, 6-2, 1-6, 7-6, and the tiebreak 10-7 um, in the final set. Uh, some great stuff played from uh, Korda and Herbert Hurkacz of Poland. So, uh, uh, um, sorry, Be- uh, I've forgotten his name. Uh, Be- um 
Sebi, Sebi, for goodness sake, it's early. Um, Sebi quarter into his uh, first uh, quarterfinal, and uh, that's a great story. Yeah, it is a wonderful, wonderful story. And uh, Novak Djokovic, um, he continues on. Novak does. Now, today is, is fascinating. It's the night match, uh, 7 o'clock Melbourne time, when Novak takes on Alex Dimonor, the last Australian in the singles. And uh, they've never played before. And as Djokovic was saying, yes, it's going to be a challenge. And he's he been pointed two reasons. One, he's playing Alex, who he's never played before. And two, the crowd. The crowd will be on Alex's side, but he's forgetting the number of Serbs that turn up for his matches. He's still going to have plenty of support. But yeah, for sure, the vast majority will be on Dimino's side. And I think we will see some nice tennis. I'd love to say Alex will win, and um, but I think Novak will. And I'm also saying that to put the kiss of death on him and have the Australian <laughs> get through. And it was sad to say goodbye to Andy Murray, but he certainly entertained us over the course of the uh, the three matches, didn't he? Oh, no doubt about it. Um, he said there was a bit of a, um, a quite a bit of quite amusement yesterday when he by accident bumped in to the surgeon that he saw when he needed to have his hip done here in Melbourne. And uh, he said the surgeon had said to him, uh, "We've got good news for you in that you know we can fix the issue, but." you're not going to be able to play professional tennis again. <laughs> so there you go. That's all he put on his tweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, he proved him wrong, that's for sure. Hey, uh, Craig, enjoy today, and we'll catch you tomorrow. Okay, sounds good.